Hey, Jacob. Yeah? We got to tell the listeners about Berez Coffee Company. Oh, their coffee for gamers by game. That's them. 100% free trade Colombian coffee brewed right here on the Gulf Coast in Pensacola, Florida. You know, that sounds perfect for all night gaming sessions, no matter what kind of gamer you are. Video games, tabletop, card games, B-Res has what you need to keep sharp. They got all kinds of flavors to choose from, like good for gaming light roast, or my favorite, the Necro Medium. You know, I like a good dark roast, like critical gaming dark. You can even add flavors to your coffee, like iCast Fireball, which is a fireball whiskey flavor. Yeah, and if you can't decide what you want, then just try out their specialty sample pack. Look, whatever your coffee of choice is, they've got you covered. Head on over to berezcoffeeco.com and use the code OMPODCAST at checkout for 10% off of your order. Oh, this episode of Open Micros is brought to you by that absolutely filthy motherfucker, BJ DeBlow. He knows... He knows exactly what he did, and he would have started his own podcast, but he's too chicken shit. But I digress, because we want to thank our uh, lovely patrons over at patreon.com, www.openmicros.com. Take you straight to our Patreon. We have to shout out Mr. Mike Evelyn of B-Res Coffee Co., who, by the way, we're one sale away from having our own line of coffee, so please use our code OMPODCAST for 10% off your order. And we get to man- name our own fucking coffee. That's so cool. And uh, some other guy named Derek Diamond. I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll mention him. Uh, anyways, yeah, let's let's just go ahead and start the show. Music can only mean one thing. It is the Open Micers Podcast. My name is Jason Robbins. I am Jacob Craig, and I look and sound so much better. This is our first, last episode of the year, first episode of my new laptop. I feel fucking good, Jason. You have, I know you feel good, too, You have buddy, the reddest our, lips of any human being I've ever seen. <laughs> I know. I have lips that women would kill for, and it bothers me, and it bothers women as well. Uh, but I know you're happy too, buddy, because our guest tonight is a podcaster who is starting his brand new show called Feature Presentation, which will premiere on January 5th, 2022. Sounds weird saying that year, but 2022 which is like this fucking weekend. He's going to start his own podcast, a brand new podcast. It's Derek Diamond, everybody. Welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, thanks for having me back. I've been looking forward to this. I think we booked this, what, a little over a month ago. So I've yeah. been kind of counting down the days and excited to wrap up the year with, with you guys. So thanks for having me back. Yeah, man. I mean, we've all been counting down the days to your new podcast, dude. It's weird because it feels like forever that I made the announcement that I was going to do a new show and we're a week away and it's almost like it's still snuck up on me. It's, I'm sure you guys know how it is. Like no matter how much you prepare for something, when it's finally here, you're like, I'm not ready for this at all. <laughs> and that's right. kind of how I've been feeling because I'm going out of town for a week. So I'm actually going to be on vacation when the show launches. So I've been trying to get just everything done and get it all scheduled. So that way I don't have to worry about it whenever I'm in Orlando, but we'll, we'll see what happens. But no, it's, it's really exciting. You know, it's podcasting's changed a lot over the years since I started the Derek Diamond experience back in 2014. So I've been learning a lot about podcast marketing, uh, building a following on social media. So I've been relearning a lot that I thought I knew, and I've learned that there's a lot that I didn't know. So it's, it's really exciting. How many episodes did Derek Diamond Experience go? Exactly. 336. 336 episodes. Wow. Wow. Our, our, me and Derek have another podcast as well called The Nerd Cape Retro Show. We just busted <laughs> 250 episodes not too long ago. And that felt like it, for, it took forever to get to. And uh, I've never broken 300 episodes on any podcast I've ever done. Well, this time next year, we'll be celebrating 300 episodes of Nerd Cave Retro. We're and it, getting there. It's, on one hand, it seems like yesterday that we just started that show. But on the other hand, it seems like another lifetime. Because yeah. I don't know about you, but <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you'll agree with me that I was in a completely different place in life at we that have, point. And we just both to see, 
<laughs> yeah, just to see like how much has changed and what we've accomplished since then it is really kind of a, a testament. And I'm sure you guys will think the same, you know, in, in yeah. five years when you're celebrating the five-year anniversary of Open Micers. I don't know if I can take Jacob that long. I mean, yeah, I'm, I don't I'm to know, the point actually. now where I'm just ready to quit. <laughs> yeah, this is probably our last episode, to be honest. Uh, thanks for oh, joining well, us, everybody. <laughs> well, it's, it's been an honor to be your last guest then. I didn't think we were going to go past like 20 episodes, but here we are sneaking up on 100. So we're, we're, we must be doing something right. Yeah, we just don't learn, do we? Um, <laughs> it, see, it seems weird to have something that goes over 300 episodes like that's kind i can't even wrap my head around being committed to a show for that long i mean and and so what kind of went into the decision to end the Derek diamond experience and start a a new project well it kind of goes back to the summer of 2018 and i was approaching 200 episodes on the Derek diamond experience and the show was feeling kind of stagnant. Like there wasn't really a challenge for me anymore. So that's when I made the decision that I was going to go on hiatus and rebrand the show to focus solely on film and TV. I had toyed with the idea of ending the Derek Diamond experience then and doing a new show with a new name and everything. But then I thought to myself, not to sound very vain, but I felt like I had built enough of a brand that people would stick around. I figured the listenership would drop a little bit because the topic was becoming more niche, but I made the decision to stick with the name. And then back in September, I kind of had that same feeling. And I didn't really know what I wanted to do with the Derek Diamond experience anymore. Like I dabbled in doing movie reviews, but I didn't really stay consistent with it. And I would do monthly top five lists and those were really popular. But It just felt like I had done enough. I had done as much with the show as I could up to that point. So I'd kind of toyed around with the idea, well, what if I just do something different? And it's something that, you know, I hadn't done in a long time since Jason and I started Nerd Cave Retro in 2016. You know, and the thought of building something new from scratch kind of excited me in a way. So the more I thought about it, and then you know, I remember talking with Jason about it, and I talked with a couple of mutual friends of ours, and it seemed like the right decision. So it was around, I think it was mid to late October when I formally announced that the show was going to end. It's, right. always, it's always exciting when you have that new show looming on the horizon. New show smell. Yeah, that new show smell. You're like, ah, oh, the possibilities that we can do. But then you end up like this show, and it's just, the same two idiots <laughs> a year and a half Talking about down pooping the road. ourselves in soup. <laughs> but people keep coming back for it, though. Yeah. So I think you guys are doing something right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. But uh, <laughs> by the way, when when you guys started Nerd Cave Retro, I was a sophomore in high school and oh, had kill, not just, even started doing stand up comedy yet. Just so put me in the put me in the grave. Just yeah, it's a grave very right very long time ago. You're both ancient. Um, <laughs> the only reason we started that show was because. I wanted to listen to a podcast about retro gaming and there weren't any. So I was like, well, I'm going to corner this market. <laughs> I mean, there were a few shows, but they had most of them that were there were had either pod faded or you had stuff like the CU podcast, which is um, uh, uh, Pat Contry who does retro gaming stuff, but the show isn't really retro gaming centric. It's more just a, regular gaming podcast so i was like well time to see if i I, first i was like i don't know if wally wants to do it i'd asked wally and he was like nah i'm not really into retro games i was like i know the perfect person and i called up Derek. i said hey you want to do a show about retro games and he was like yes i do and uh the rest is history well around that time you had gotten back into collecting nes games which got me into collecting super nintendo games and I do like some modern games, but I always go back to the classics of mm-hmm. specifically SNES, Sega Genesis, the era of the early to mid 90s, and a little bit with the N64 and GameCube as well. So when he had the idea and approached me, it was a no brainer to me. And, you know, here we are, 200, and I think we're doing episode 255 or 256. 256 tonight, tonight I think. 
Yeah. So it's that, and that's been a journey too. And you know, I, the one thing I will take credit for is that I don't think Nerd Cave Retro would exist if the Derek Diamond experience didn't exist because Jason was one of my first guests that I ever interviewed. And then we kind of slowly started to, you know, build a friendship and stay in contact. And, you know, Jason was doing the Pop Culture Palette podcast then, and we would do crossover episodes with Pop Culture Palette and Nerd Cave podcast. So we, I remember those shows would be slammed with people. We'd have like eight or nine people (laughs) on those episodes. Like it was just such a cluster, but in a fun way. Yeah. And and, uh, Jason, I don't know if I've even discussed this with you. After every episode, I kept thinking of the dynamic that we all had with each other. And I felt like you and I had the best out of everyone. That's why, that's why I wanted to do that show with you. I was like, man, if there's anybody I could build a show with, it would be Derek. Cause you seem to be the person that cared the most about podcasting. I mean, nothing against Zach and, and, uh, Robbie, Robbie, but you know, they were kind of, like you could tell, like Robbie didn't even know how to use a microphone. Like that was always my thing. Like, dude, talk into the microphone, please. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, I remember we did a live show once, and you actually joined it just to give him crap about not speaking yeah. into the microphone. <laughs> but yeah, you were you seemed to be the guy that always kept that stuff afloat and going. So I was like, I need somebody that is equally one hundred percent into like keeping a show going. You know. Well, and it goes back to when Zach and I started the Nerd Cave podcast years ago, and he it, the show was initially his idea. One of the things I mentioned that if we were going to do it, I don't want to just do four or five shows and then be done. Like if we're going to do it, I want to do it right. Yeah. And I carried that over into the Derek Diamond experience, and that's what I'm carrying over into my new show. And that there's going to be a little bit more of a production value with feature presentation with Derek Diamond experience there's pretty much just intro and outro music but I've put together a cool intro with you know, clips from movies of yesteryear it's going to have almost like a a 70s kind of feel to it with the color scheme and everything so I'm excited for everyone to finally see all the stuff that I've been planning you know over the last month or two is there going to be a uh, YouTube component as well with the podcast yep uh, so the YouTube component is going to be a little different. Instead of full episodes, I'm just going to do segments. So one episode will be, say, an interview, and the next will be a top five list, or the next might be a review. And that kind of goes back into the research that I've been doing. And I found much people much more prefer to watch segments and not two to three hour videos. I've actually thought about a lot about that lately in order to get a larger YouTube uh, audience to take both of these shows, Open Micers and Nerd Cave Retro, instead of just putting the whole thing up, break it up into segments and uh, upload it. Because I think uh, the algorithm for YouTube says anything over 10 minutes gets like 50% less clicks. I don't remember what the exact... Uh, what the exact numbers were, but like the the further you get away from like ten minutes, like you're not getting clicks. That's just all there yeah. is to it. I mean, everyone in the world has ADHD. Like, yeah. no one <laughs> needs to sit through that long. Like, just if you put the same podcast in ten minute clips and put just every ten minutes of the podcast on your channel, everyone's just gonna watch all the ten minute videos and not realize they watched an entire fucking podcast. Yeah. But that's a lot of work, though. <laughs> it is a lot of work, and I refuse to do any of it. I yeah. don't. I'm not going to do any work. Yeah. Um, I am the opposite of Derek Diamond. Anyways, <laughs> I'm sure uh, there's a way that I could do it in uh, YouTube itself. Because all I do is I take uh, the the Twitch video and I just export it to YouTube. And I wonder if there's a way in YouTube I could just split it up into like 10 minute segments. Uh, I don't think I know you can edit on YouTube. Maybe. They might have limited editing capabilities, but I've never really dabbled into YouTube Studio. So oh, I, yeah, they do I'm, not, I'm not really the person to ask for that. I just use Adobe Premiere because that's what yeah. I've used to edit videos for a decade now. So yeah. it's what I'm comfortable with. And 
what I'm used to. So. Yeah, I'm still using iMovie for all my stuff, and but it's it it works though. It works, yeah. but man, it's it's very uh, it it's it doesn't have a whole lot of uh, uh, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. Like there, there's not much you can do with flabbergasted. <laughs> no. You could do the basics when it comes to editing, but yeah. if you want to do anything more than that, then you're SOL. Yeah, if you want to get down to the you know nitty gritty and and do like like I said, break it stuff up into segments and putting like stuff in there and like special like if you want to put any kind of like effects or anything in there, it's very basic and doesn't really it's not really made for that. Yeah. How do you think I feel, dude? I edit videos using Pornhub. Like, I'm not even in the conversation. Nobody wants to watch you eating soup. Like, soup videos are just not going to do it for you. Dude, mukbang videos are very popular on the internet. So I Also, mukbang title of your sex tape. Um, <laughs> what? So I, who came I up know with you... the... Why do they call it mukbang? Like, what is that? It's just... a Korean word, I believe. Oh, it's, it's from a Korean Korea. word? I yeah. thought it was just some word somebody made up. I yeah. think it's Korean for literally to eat. To eat? I'm, I don't, I think it's something like that, but it's a Korean word because that, the craze started in South Korea. But um, I know, Derek, you've, you've banked a lot of episodes, it looks like already. And none of this is really a secret because you've been posting it on social media. So do you want to kind of run down like what all you've, you've done for feature presentation so far that that you've been willing to release yeah so the first couple of episodes are going to be on the longer side just because it's partially i've got a lot of content in the can and i'm also playing catch up because i technically haven't been doing a podcast since no way home came out haven't been doing one since the matrix resurrections came out so the first episode is going to be me reviewing both those movies and then I'll also be doing top five most anticipated movies of 2022. And it's going to be different than how I normally do a top five list because I'm going to start bringing guests on to do them with me. So I brought on a uh, Reagan Bell and Christian Jones from the Fantastic People podcast that never heard of. We, them. Yeah, they're, 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 they're all right. No, they're, they're great people. I love their podcast. So yeah, they'll be on the first episode and then I'll have two interviews, one with a producer named Zach Thompson, who worked directly with James Cameron on the set of Avatar. And he's also worked on as a PA on Dumb and Dumber and Independence Day. So he shares a lot of really cool stories. And then uh, an actor writer named Chloe Trakos, who released a pretty cool independent movie called Introducing Jodea and is also part of uh, the Righteous Gemstone series that's on HBO Max. Uh, that'll premiere on January 9th, I think. Then the week after, and this is one that I'm really excited for, is going to be pretty Cobra Kai heavy. I don't know if you or your listeners like Cobra Kai, but it's probably my favorite show on TV right now. I can't wait for season four to come out. I got to interview Gianni Jatinzo, who plays Dimitri on Cobra Kai, and also Jesse Cove, who plays a side character in season three, but is also the real life son of Sensei Kreese. Hmm. And his character actually plays an integral part in Kreese becoming the way he is, which I think is really ironic and almost like a back to the future, Marty and George McFly kind of situation. <laughs> yeah. So uh, those are, their interviews will be on episode two of feature presentation. So, and then after that, the shows will get a little bit more condensed. So probably run probably an average of 90 minutes per show. Yeah, man, I've, I've been seeing, you know, everything you've been posting on social media and stuff, and, and you've done a really good job so far of, like, getting people excited for this thing to just finally come out so we can all consume this content. Um, I, I didn't keep up with it exactly. Who won your Instagram poll for best Christmas movie? So it came down to Christmas Vacation and Die Hard, yeah. which... Funny enough, to backtrack to the semifinals, Christmas Vacation barely beat Home Alone. Like it was by like less than 10%. And Die Hard barely beat Batman Returns. Die Hard 
destroyed Christmas Vacation. Really? What, like almost by 70% of the vote. I feel like it's because there are so many people out there that just refuse to accept that Die Hard is a Christmas movie that everyone has to say it's the best Christmas movie. I will say this. The director came out of Die Hard and said that he considers it to be a Christmas movie. So to me, that ends the debate. Because it's about family. Yeah. There are Christmas elements in the story that makes it a Christmas movie. It's the season of giving. It's got Christmas music in it. It takes place at Christmas. I I mean, he takes out the bad guy by using Christmas tape. You know, for yeah. presents, like, it's true. How, how do you not know that's a Christmas movie? Happy Trails, Hans. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to say, too, and this might be a, uh, an unpopular opinion, but I feel like Christmas Vacation might be a tad overrated. You hush. Just a mouth. tad. Just a tad. I, I think it's probably top three best Christmas movie of all time, in yeah. my opinion. It's one, it's one of those, I have to watch it every year. I'll say this, I voted for Home Alone in your poll. I'll say that. <laughs> I enjoy Home Alone better than Christmas Vacation. I, I don't know. I'm not, I don't make movies. I don't know anything about movies. I just, I'm a heathen. Well, and the crazy thing is Home Alone is a little more of my generation because I can yeah. remember very vividly watching Home Alone for the first time. You know, you know what's crazy, those, though, is John Hughes wrote both of those movies. Yeah. Very ironic. Yeah. But uh, I, I did really enjoy the, the Christmas movie tournament. I, I'm going to do uh, my next one I'm going to do is probably going to launch it in mid-January. I've been thinking about the best mentor characters in movies mm-hmm. like Mr. Miyagi, Yoda, um, Obi-Wan. So I may do a movie mentor tournament next. Absolutely. I like that. I mean, that's definitely a very good vehicle to not only gain followers, but get your followers engaged and like actually active in your podcasting. Well, and that's one of the things that I learned from a podcast I started listening to called Grow Your Show. And they talk about how social media engagement is key to growing your podcast. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, you're not really doing, you're not plugging it, but in a way you're plugging it. Like I, in the Christmas movie tournament, I never once mentioned, oh, and be sure to check out the podcast on January 5th. I mention it when I talk about specific things I'm going to mention on the show, but I've had multiple people message me, you know, through Instagram or Facebook saying that they are excited to see the show launch. And I never got that with, when I launched the Derek Diamond experience. So I feel like I might be onto something. Well, you're definitely yeah, going to have that carryover uh, crowd, too. You know, you're going to carry yeah. all those Derek Diamond people over because, uh, you know, you had some pretty loyal listeners to that show, and they're going to follow you wherever you go. Which is pretty flattering in the sense because, uh, you know, one, I never thought that I would be doing a podcast when I first heard of them back in, I think it was 2005. Yeah. And now to hear people actually supporting it, and the same thing, you know, with all the support we get on Nerd Cave Retro as well. That's one of the reasons why I keep doing it is that I feel like I'd be letting people down if I didn't. What's crazy about Nerd Cave Retro is like back in the days when me and Wally were doing Broke Nerdcast, and then me and Steve, uh, Steve Scott started Pop Culture Palette. You know, and Steve had a name. I mean, he's a, a comic book artist, like a famous comic book artist. It still took like just pulling teeth to get people to listen to those shows. I mean, we finally mm-hmm. built up an audience after like a year or so. But Nerd Cave Retro, it was like right out the bat. We, we started getting lots of downloads. It was like, man, we, could, we hit a market that was like wanting, wanting a show like that. And I think that's the main reason why. And, and I think it's because, you know, we have a good dynamic and I think we carry good conversation. We talk about interesting subjects. But the fact that we've been able to be consistent since 2016, because that, that's a big thing with podcasts. And anybody who asks me, you know, what's a piece of advice you could give if I want to start a podcast? Figure out what you want to do. If you want to release 
one episode a month, then do one episode a month. If you want to do bi-weekly, then mm-hmm. do that. As long as you stay consistent with it, then people will keep coming back. And we really haven't changed our format either. If you, you can go back to the very early episodes of Nerd Cave Retro, and it's still the same format. You know, we open the show, we talk about what we did or what we played that week, or movies we saw. Then we talk about the news. Then we talk about video game history. Then we review an old game. And then, boom, we're yeah. out. Like, it's been the same formula for five years now. Yeah, I would say that the, the only difference is back then, you both looked so horrible. Like, watching those early YouTube videos with Derek's hair down to his shoulders. And, what, Jason, what were you thinking growing, like, just the bottom half of a beard? I don't You looked know. disgusting. I don't know. I'm just going to say it. I didn't care. <laughs> I just didn't care. I don't know. Download the audio version of the early Nerd Cave Retro. Yeah. Funny. A funny story about when I had long hair, when I finally got tired of it, it was the day after I had worked a football game at my old job with the Blue Wahoos. And it was a really windy day, and I was out here wrapping camera cable, and just this giant clump of it blew right into my mouth. Oh. And as soon as that happened, I was like, it's done. It's over. And as soon as I left work, I I went straight to sports clips and I just said, just cut it. I'll figure out what to do with it. Just cut it. One of my favorite pictures of you is the one where you've got that long hair and you're wearing a Hawaiian shirt and you're doing sound. I don't remember. (laughs) Yeah, it was on the set of Survey. Yeah, it was on the set of Survey. I was like, man, Derek looks like he's straight out of the 70s. Like, that's the dude you go buy pot from right there. (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah that that is probably my favorite picture from from that time you look like you look like you own a van and you listen you have eight tracks of the the entire doobie brothers collection (laughs) you look like you're moments away from getting shot in the kneecap by magnum (laughs) pi yes uh which i would consider an honor yeah right (laughs) (laughs) um but you you both i mean jason maybe not so much but you you've both definitely um aged much better hey i think i look way better now than i did back then that's true you're still trying to do like the post hardcore thing it just wasn't a good look (laughs) hey i was a um, musician uh i was an aging musician and i thought it was cool okay i was wrong if you lay out a bunch of pictures of me, I can tell you what time frame it is just based on my hairstyle. Because I feel like yeah. I've gone through eight hairstyles in the last probably seven or eight years. I've kept this one for a while, but I went through when we when I first started podcasting, I pretty much like buzzed my hair. Mm-hmm. Um, then, then I grew it out, and then I spiked it, and then I think I went to this. Yeah, I'm the same way with my weight. I mean, I, I went from like, you know, skinny Jacob to, to tubby and then and then fat. And now you're looking at yoked Jacob because I'm just <laughs> fucking jacked now. I've just been hitting the gym and eating yeah, right. fucking burgers, dude. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, how yeah. much? So how how many times have you been to the gym this week? That's not important because, I mean, it's Christmas. <laughs> I have a family. I've just I've been a little busy, but I will say in all seriousness, in all seriousness, I've actually lost five pounds in all seriousness. I know what I'm that five pounds is from. Uh, you should, you should, <laughs> I should post a picture that Jacob sent to me a little while ago. And he's like, does this look normal to you? <laughs> it you was can, a poopy. It, <laughs> oh my God. It was horrible. It was horrifying. Um, like that's not I don't want to be too graphic. I don't want to be too graphic, but it's it's still stuck to my toilet. It's stuck to the bottom of my toilet. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> and I think it's mutated. I think <laughs> I think it's growing. Should probably go see a doctor about that. Honestly, that's my my medical opinion. Is to go I see don't a need to because he's gonna look at me and say, "Dude, you're so jacked. I don't know why you're in here. Go out there." And do all the steroids and eat all the burgers. And I'll say, it's all yes, that gas sir. station boudin. Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh. By the way, do not talk shit on gas station boudin. <laughs> I had crawfish gas station boudin the other day, oh. and I am the picture of health. Okay. Why would you it do that? It was so good. It was so good, guy. So I, I like to think I have a, a pretty 
tolerable stomach. Like I can eat yeah. pretty much anything I want from Taco Bell and I'll be fine. But just if you put gas station in front of any type of food, it just makes me like not hungry at all. Like, I can be starving. And you mentioned gas. Yeah, I live in the South, though. Why would you? No. Okay, there's only certain gas stations I'll buy actual food, like prepared yes. food from. Like, uh, I'll, I'll get uh, something from uh, the Fayards gas station because they actually have a deli in the gas station. That's what they're known that's, for. Is no, their that's post. what I'm that's talking different. about. That's what I'm talking about is the gas stations you get the boudin from are from the deli. But no, if you go to those like just regular gas stations and they have like the, 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 what are they? What's that? The burritos. Oh, yeah, the like, rollers. Yeah. The no, rollers and like the chicken fried chicken okay. place. That, or what is that? Uh, fried chicken that's advertised. All Dodges. Over Dodges chicken. Dodges chicken. Don't Dude. eat that. Don't eat that. <laughs> Don't I have made a mistake with Dodge's chicken before. I want to, the quickest way I can tell this story. I was in Panama City. I wanted chicken. I got Dodge's spicy fried chicken. And everyone said, Jacob, why did you get that chicken? That Dodge store is where everyone buys crack from. You don't get chicken from there. And I got very sick. Sickest you've ever been? No, but that's a pretty high bar. <sighs> I don't know I, how I would react if someone said that to me and I had already ate the chicken. I mean, just kill well, I didn't eat the chicken yet. It just didn't stop oh, me. Oh, okay. And I like, gotcha. I thought you had already ate it. Have you ever had a gas station sandwich, like the ones you get from the cooler? Like oh, It's like no. a sandwich that's sliced diagonally, but it's sealed up in a package. Like No. It's, they have like egg salad, <laughs> like tuna salad. Like why, why would you get like that's got to be the soggiest bread. Like, cause it's all it is is just like, uh, you know, Wonder Bread sliced diagonal. But you know that stuff is just soggy. I I, I understand the misunderstanding now. Like when when you get gas station boudin, it's not on a roller. It's from the deli. It's behind the glass with the chicken tenders and okay. the plates and everything. Yeah, well, that, and, okay, and most can, of the time, it's homemade. I can accept that. See, yeah. but you have to be careful though. Like I trust places like Fayards. Now there's another place close to me called Big. Uh, brooms, Big B's gas station, and they have uh, they have a deli in there too. And one day I went in there and I got this. Is the only time I've ever done this because I've had people tell me, "Oh man, their biscuits and gravy are good." I went and got their biscuits and gravy. I got so sick off of that stuff. I have never stepped foot in that place again ever. Have you guys experienced the magic of Bucky's? Yes, yes. Bucky's I love Bucky's, great. dude. They, they are the gold standard oh, when it yeah. comes to yeah. convenience store food. Their, their pulled pork sandwiches are, like, <laughs> delicious. That makes yeah, we're getting one close to us here in uh, Gulfport, so mm-hmm. I'm so oh, cool. super excited for that to open. Yeah, every I time I go it. to Pens- Pensacola or anywhere in Florida, I always yeah. stop at Bucky's. It's, it's a requirement stop, dude. Whenever I'm on the road and we're anywhere close to the Bucky's, I'm like, we got to go 10 miles out of our way to go to this Bucky's. Like, we just got to. <laughs> Put it on the docket. Well, I mean, it's you an go experience. in there and just yes. the rows of Bucky brand, like, snacks that they have. Like, I could spend, like, five hours just looking at this, like, trying to decide snacks. Like, because they literally have heaven, everything you could possibly think of is a Bucky's branded snack. Well, not never... just that. They have, like, an entire wall of their store is nothing but drinks. Like, water, yeah. oh, soda, yeah. Gatorade. Then, then you, you have got, the Bucky's store. You you have the place that has like the they do the uh, like the fudge and like all the, yeah. the the chocolate like candy stuff like right there in the middle. They're making it right there beef in front of jerky, you. Yeah, right next jerky. to a deli. Like why? I if I'm scared of that Bucky's being so close to us now because I'm going to be there all the time. Last time I went, I spent 50 bucks at Bucky's. I'm not going to lie. I spent $50 on snacks. And I never thought that uh, a sausage on a stick wrapped in a tortilla could be so good until I got just literally a sausage on a stick wrapped in a tortilla from Bucky's. And I was like, why is this delicious? <laughs> and they have they the make be- magic. The beaver nuggets. Beaver nuggets, oh, yeah, are good. yeah, those are good. And then, the, That's like, they have a whole toilet right now. They have a nuggets. whole store of like clothes and like how home fixtures, like, and it's like yeah. kind of nice stuff. I'm like, this place is 
just amazing. The one heartbreaker story I have from Bucky. So they have I, I'm big on like the the button up, like funny looking shirts. Like I have oh, some yeah. Hawaiian shirts. I've got, you know, like video game branded ones. They had a Ric Flair Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. And I fell in love with it and they didn't have my size. <laughs> oh, oh, no. It's eventually I got it. But I was like, man, I could have bought it in person because it was so freaking cool. Mm-hmm. They had a Van Halen shirt I wanted to get the other night. It was a Van Halen uh, 1978 tour shirt, and it was at uh, one of the outlet malls. And they didn't have my freaking size. They all they had the largest size they had was large. I'm like, come on, man! Us big boys need some love too. I know, dude. Since I've gotten so jacked, that's been my problem. <laughs> I found uh, a Bill and Ted shirt at the the retro gaming store the other day. They only had a 2X. I need a 4 because I put on so much muscle. <laughs> but, um, Derek, uh, but, but, let's see. We'll, we'll probably wrap up in, like, what, uh, 15 minutes, something like that? Uh, let's, right, let's start wrapping up in about, yeah, 10 minutes. 10, yeah, 15 sure. minutes. We can do that. Um, what I want to know from you before we start wrapping everything up, what are your 2022 plans, goals, aspirations, for not only feature presentation, but Nerd Cave Retro and potentially your film career, because I know that you have been writing lately. So I've got a good feeling about 2022. I've mentioned this on Nerd Cave Retro in the past. I think maybe towards the end of the year, we'll finally go through the end of the tunnel with this whole COVID situation. At least I hope so. Let's hope. Yeah. So goals for feature presentation. I want to have a really good launch and I hope that as I continue to do the show that will entice bigger name guests to come on the show and maybe lead to more work opportunities that would go into the film side of it. I've got I've written one script that's it's another drama similar to the Parker syndrome but it's a little lighter in tone. Um that and I'm also working on a murder mystery script. I'd love to do one, possibly both, at some point during 2022. For Nerd Cave Retro, obviously, just you know, keep doing what we're doing. I think what we do is really good. Um, maybe get some interviews. I know we've got some good uh, video game-related guests coming up at Pensacon that I hope to get an interview with uh, either before or after the convention. One of these but days, my- I'm, I'm going to find out how to get Howard Phillips on the show. It's going to happen one of these days. It, it, it will. It would be great if it happened for yeah. 300. Oh, yeah. That would be can sick. You, um, can you explain, you know, for the listeners who might not know who that is? Not How, me, but, you know, the listeners. Howard Phillips, um, he, he started out as just uh, working on the, uh, in the warehouse for Ninten- the American U.S. Ninten- uh, Nintendo of America warehouse uh, back in, what, the late 70s, early 80s? Um, yeah. And he got actually hired to convert all of the um <clears throat> the what's that game called that they converted all all of them into uh the Donkey Kong machine uh we just talked about this yeah, last week we just week. talked about it. it just left my head Atari. Like, no it's like uh it, let, game and watch. I, i've still got it in the notes so let me pull it up real quick yeah what the hell uh something to do with i keep thinking um submarine it's not submarine it's radar scope radar scope yeah, there's a game called Radar Scope, and it didn't do that well, so they converted all the Radar Scope um, uh, cabinets into Donkey Kong, and that was his first job. But he was actually playing a lot of these games and was really good at it. And especially when they started to bring uh, the Nintendo, you know, they converted um, the Famicom to the Nintendo and was bringing it over to America, he became the guy basically that would play all the games and be like, yeah, this is something that needs to be brought over to America. Like the, you know, cause he's actually res- the one person responsible for what we got as super Mario brothers two in this country, because it was deemed too hard. The original Japanese version. So he was kind of the, he's, he was the face of Nintendo <coughs> up until the time he left Nintendo in what, like 1991 or two. I think he left, but at, uh, if you were a Nintendo Power reader back in those days, he had his own comic strip in there called Howard and Nestor, which was a really cool little comic in there. And he had his little Howard's 
tidbits all throughout the magazine. He was just basically the face of Nintendo from like 1985 to like 1992. I stopped listening like almost as soon as you started talking. <laughs> you could have just I, said I that he was a fucking Nintendo like that. I don't know. Well, I like talking about but, Howard Phillips, but he but he cool has guy. such a great story and like how he got to where he was. So just to hear that from his own mouth, I think would be great. Yeah. By the way, I'm jealous and I'm going to write my own short story because I feel left out. Or my you own uh, short film. Yeah. You should. <laughs> and it's going to win all kinds of awards and I'm going to star in it and I'm going to be Jacob the Rock Craig, guys. I'm going to be fucking Jack and starring in my own short films. Um, Derek, we'll get before to, we we'll get, get to out know of here, what you're cooking. You know what? <laughs> before we get out of here, dude. Well, I have two questions. One, Maybe the more elegant question. I know that anytime anyone goes to Pensacola, you suggest to get food from McGuire's. Mm-hmm. My question to you is, does McGuire's have good soup? They do, actually. They What's have soup. So they have bean soup that you can get for only 18 cents. Whoa! So you have to order something else. That's the catch, because if you get okay. just the soup, it will cost you $18. But you can ah! get like, but you can get like the soup with say like an appetizer, and the soup's okay. eighteen cents. But it's really, really good. I get it pretty much every time I go to McGuire's. Awesome. And the last question for me, I don't know if Jason has anything that he. Uh, Jason's probably tired of talking to you by now, but no. um, he will be by the time we finish. I'm tired of talking yeah. to you, Mister Craig. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> Look, dude, you don't want to find out what I'm cooking, bro. All right? Because it's not going to smell good. No, okay? Uh, I can only imagine. Um, Derek, when, when was the last time you pooped yourself? I don't know that I ever have, actually. Like, Liar. as an adult? Okay. It's not a normal thing, Jacob. Adult people do not shit themselves for no reason. Everyone has been sick. Everyone in the world has been sick. Not me. And everyone in the world has I, I've themselves. never done it while I've been sick. I know that. Because that's something I would remember. And I, that's something I wouldn't lie about. So, not that to my recollection have I ever uh, relieved myself. I had a close call earlier today. (laughs) I don't know how you guys are so vigilant. I got a strong sphincter. Yeah. That and I eat one. I actually eat vegetables. Like, green leafy things go into my body. Those things that grow in the ground and grow like on trees, you know, you, sh- you should eat that stuff occasionally. Dude, I don't know what fiber is, but what I do know is I'm going to start working out my sphincter. <laughs> it's I had a feeling jacked. you were going to say that. I don't think that's going to work the way you think it does. <laughs> I think you'd be surprised. I, I feel uh, like there's a bit in your stand-up somewhere about uh, working out your sphincter. You know what? That's true. And I'm glad you mentioned that. I said that I was done asking you questions. Have you ever thought about doing stand-up? Because something that people don't understand, podcasting and stand-up, they're not adjacent. They're, they're perpendicular. I mean, the, the skills can be transferable. I've thought about it. I would probably be petrified to do it. Especially because, uh, uh, Jason, I don't know if you ever told this story on the, on the podcast, but I watched one of Jason's shows in Mobile. I think, Jacob, you were there also. And yeah, I yeah, made yeah. the mistake of sitting in the front row, and I got destroyed the entire night. I think Jason was the only one who didn't go after me. One guy made his entire act about going after me. Why, I have no idea. And I think that turned me off to any potential stand-up. Oh, I remember that show. That was at the box, wasn't it? The music yep. box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We ha- we hadn't even met yet at that point. So I-, I know I didn't make fun of you if I didn't know you. But um, at least I don't think I did. No, I don't think you did either. Okay. No, Jacob, you I don't really attack people unless they they started. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't ever mention people unless they're fucking up. And I don't do know. crowd work anyway because I'm deaf. And I can't hear what people are saying anyway. <laughs> but uh, you should give it a shot, dude. And I, I would say that if you, you don't even have to commit to doing stand-up, but if you just got on stage a couple of times, 
I will guarantee you that'll make your podcasting content better. I guarantee it. You're trying really hard to sell me on this. Because it, it, it just will, man. Because like when you do comedy and you're, let's say you're a, a writer and you do comedy, it's going to make your writing better because there's a whole section of writing that you haven't even done yet. That's a good point. I'll, I'll think about it. I'll really think about, think about it. it. If, you, uh, if you decide to go on stage, me and Jason will trek to Pensacola to, uh, to come see your first time. Yeah. Oh, I would love that. Yeah. I'd love and I'll make it. sure no one makes fun of you because I know people over there and I will kick all their asses. So, yeah, there's not a, a lot of nice people that live here. I'll say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I heard your guys podcast about, you know, you guys coming over here for a show. And I, oh, as, as, you, as I was listening to it, I'm like, yep, does not surprise me. Yeah. If I ever <laughs> see those ladies again in public, I'm going to just destroy their souls. Dude, how so, do you even remember what they look like? They look like every white beach bitch in fucking <laughs> the Gulf Coast. So pretty much every, like how most every woman looks in Pensacola. It, yeah, exactly. So here, here's a thing, because people have also asked me would I do other podcasts. I've had one for a while, and I don't know if this will ever happen, but because the drivers here are so terrible, like I, I prefer Los Angeles and New York traffic to what we have here. Oh, Pensacola because the drivers here are so horrible. Hard. What I would love to do is mic up my car. As soon as I pull out of my garage, hit the record button, and I just do commentary on my way to and from work every day. <laughs> you know, Joey because used least, to do that. Joey Image used to do that. He used to have yeah. a YouTube channel of him just bitching people yeah. out driving to oh, work. That's, that's going to be like genius. an NC-17 rating, dude. That's a fucking X rating waiting to happen. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but just the drivers here are so bad. And I've driven in Atlanta. I've driven in LA. I've driven in San Diego. Much prefer all three of those places to the drivers here because they don't pay attention. They don't care. It's not just that. It's the roads in Pensacola make no sense whatsoever. I cannot gotten worse. I cannot get my bearings of what my sense of direction. As soon as I get into Pensacola, my sense of direction is gone. I don't know what's north-south. The roads make no sense. You could be driving south for like, I'm, I'm going to be at the beach any minute, and the next thing you know, you're like 15 miles north of the interstate. Like, how the hell did I get here? There was a merge lane added to a four-way stop near my house, and it drives me crazy because people will get in the merge lane to try and cut the rest of the line off. Yeah. And when I see people do that, I don't let them back over. And then they blow their horn at me and get mad. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to enable your freaking BS. I yeah. hate it. I hate the drivers here. You have to, you have to stay strong in those situations. Don't let people yeah. back in. Just stay strong, everybody. Just everybody yep. get like right up on each other's bumper and don't let anybody in. Stay strong. Yep, exactly. But Jacob doesn't drive, so he doesn't get any of this. I don't. I have a valid driver's license that has never been used. <laughs> as soon as I got that bitch, I was like, well, that's something off the checklist. Never driving a car. It's not crazy. Until I get it, one. As bad as the traffic is in Florida, Mississippi got voted the worst state to drive in. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Interesting. No, it's not even that bad here, man. There's hardly any traffic. Uh, I don't know. It's pretty bad. Sometimes. Well, it, there's there's not enough traffic to where you have to equate it into your commute. Well, you like know what the problem is? If it's 30 minutes is, to get somewhere, you'll get We there don't have minutes. the roads to accommodate. the. We don't have the infrastructure to accommodate the amount of people that have moved here. And it's yeah. just everything bottlenecks. And it just gets so messed up. And there's not enough ways in and out of each city. Like, especially hurricane routes, like, to get north, like, evacuate. It's... You might as well just stay where you are because you're not getting out of, out going anywhere. Whoever made that decision about Mississippi being the worst state to drive in should just come hang out with me on the road in Pensacola yeah. for a little while, and that'll <laughs> probably change their mind. Or uh, they could just eliminate the prepositional phrase of to drive in, and then they would be right. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> before we go into Drivecast... Uh, let's go ahead and, <laughs> and say goodbye tonight. Derek, uh, shout out uh, the Feature Press Pod, where they can, everybody can find it on the interwebs. Yes, yeah, so you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Feature Press Pod. 
You can subscribe to the show. Uh, by the end of the week, I'll have basically a, a trailer that you'll be able to watch on YouTube and listen to in audio form to kind of give you an idea of what the show is going to be about. And plus, you'll be able to subscribe uh, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcasts for free. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, I've already got some content up there. Uh, Jason, Mike Eveland, and I did a really fun roundtable discussion on the Smallville franchise mm -hmm. that is currently up on Patreon. and. If you sign up now, you will get the first episode of feature presentation no later than Friday. Fantastic. So you'll get it basically five days early. Ooh. And you also get access to movie scripts that I've written, some of my films that I did right when I got out of college. You get old podcasts that I did back in 2013 to 2017. So you get, you get a pretty good amount of stuff for Patreon. So you can head over to patreon.com slash pod for that. And as we mentioned, the show will officially be launching Wednesday, January 5th. Fantastic. What about you, Jacob? What you got coming up? Man, I got a few things. Um, firstly, every Tuesday night at the Juke Joint, if you're local here to the Mississippi Gulf Coast and Ocean Springs, Mississippi, come see us. That's where we do the open mic, and I host it every single dang week. And I will also be opening for Nick Youssef in Mobile January 13th at the Alabama Music Box. Tickets on sale now at alabamamusicbox.com. Like I mentioned at the beginning of our episode, we are one sale away from having our very own coffee line named after us. So use our code to buy your coffee for 10% off. And I will be on the uh, Jester's Court podcast again, January 16th. We're going to be doing that. Talking about Batman forever which I will defend the absolute crap out of, dude. Are you kidding me? I love that defend, movie. I'm going to defend the shit out of that movie. <laughs> it, they don't stand a chance. That's what I got going on. And uh, yeah, I love you guys. That's it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. The only thing I really got going on is, uh, Jacob, when is the date of that uh, we're going to be taping our sets at the Juke Joint? January 26th. January 26th at the Juke Joint in Ocean Springs. Um, a lot of us are going to be taping our five minute sets for yes, um, as well for uh, promotion purposes. So if you want to come out um, and like, please laugh, even if we're not funny, <laughs> just so we look good on our reels, please come on out. That's January 26th. So keep an eye on uh, Landmass Comedy on Facebook, and uh, I'll be tweeting it out and sharing it on Facebook as well. And I'm going to go ahead and play our music. And if you'd like to email us, you can email us at openmikerspodcast at gmail.com, at openmikers on Twitter and Instagram. And as usual, go to openmikers.com. takes you straight to our Patreon, where you get all of our episodes early and our extra content every single month. So let's go ahead and get out of here. Goodbye, everybody. We'll see you next week. Yo, son!